Tabletop Radio Hour, your podcast for everything tabletop. My name is Zach. This week, we've got the regular crew. Mark, Logan, hey, how you gentlemen, how you gentlemen doing today? Hey. Um, doing okay. Logan? Yeah. yeah. You? Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But other than Roughly. that, how are you doing? Oh. Uh, B. <laughs> I already said A. No? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I got it. I got, I got it. it. What? Logan's just a tiny bit under the weather this I'm week, fine. but he there. still felt good enough to uh, to join us at the table today. And I, I don't know why he agreed to do it while he was sick, but he Tro- said, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Trooper. We're- Trooper, I think, is the word you're looking for. <laughs> because the show must go on. Must go on. <laughs> Must go on. Logan's going to be running us through some more Blades in the Dark today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've played this uh, once before. Once, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, the the two of you have played it more than once before this. I've played this once before. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was a good time. So we decided to to bring it back. Mm-hmm. It's an, a lovely one. You know, as, as a system goes, it's... You know, I think you get a lot from it building on itself and kind of having a progressive story, but it is also very easy to jump into for a one-off as well. So it's mm-hmm. a nice fill in the gap between our, our main 7C or some other games or whatever else not. Um, and it uh, it helps add to some really interesting characters and stories uh, for what we've already established as well. Um, so we're going to have some fun with that today. Gentlemen, tell me, tell me what you remember about our last and our first score. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um... I remember a lot of talking to people to try and get uh, information on the place we were going to steal things mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark's character talked with their contact and got us a little extra information. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of got in there. It was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty classic heist. Uh, we, we broke into a residence in uh, Brightstone. And had to uh, steal an artifact that turned out to have some uh, little bit more powerful uh, guardians than we were expecting. <laughs> yes, uh, I do remember some very angry ghosts <laughs> at the time. But uh, but we were able to uh, outrun them and uh, get out fairly unscathed. And, uh, you know, started off, uh, started off our little... Uh, Crime spree career with a little bit of uh, reputation, a little bit of money, yeah. and uh, just kind of starting to get our foot in the door and uh, earning some uh, some reputation here in uh, Duskval. Indeed, indeed. And we are, this crew is known as the Sundered Roses. Mm-hmm. Quite a uh, unknown crew, but still in a strong position and just starting to get your name out there. The Sundered Roses is headed by two vagabonds, two despots, two 
desperados of the uh, the Blades mm-hmm. in the Dark. Here we have mm-hmm. Hammer and Flint. Go ahead and and give us like a <laughs> little you know elevator pitch of who you are and what you look like and and everything about your life. Everything important. Okay, Flint is uh, goes by the name Milos Kasarin. Kind of tall, kind of dark, long hair. Tall, dark, handsome, steamy. Sure. <laughs> he has pretty nice clothes, but they're a bit outdated. They're he's kind of hanging on to some uh, some older older clothes. Um, hopefully, he can uh, make up enough coin to to get something new here <laughs> eventually. Fashion always comes back into fashion. Just put it in the closet. You know, it'll come back around. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He is uh, what's called a spider in this game, which means he's kind of a devious mastermind. So he kind of playing the angles, playing, uh, you know, kind of kind of the plotter type of mm-hmm. uh, persona. Perfect. And we've got uh, Hammer, who is uh, who goes by Stev Skora. Um, he is an ex-military uh, Scovlander sniper. Using the hound playbook here, uh, he is uh, more of the kind of uh, sharpshooter, tracker, hunter style. Kind of using those um, those instincts and that experience from uh, from the war to uh, to help him in his uh, possible nefarious. Uh, dealings here so and we have a, we have a, a uh, 2.5 character in this you have a pet have we decided what the pet is i haven't um okay. most most likely it would be a uh either a dog or a bird i just have not um have not decided quite a few right soon to be dog flying dog there we go <laughs> i think that's totally possible yeah uh <laughs> We'll get him a little jetpack, little, <laughs> little arcane powered jetpack there, and <laughs> sure, yeah, might as well, you know. All right, and you know, for those of you who who might not be familiar uh, with this this setting and this game and this system, as I already said, we we're playing Blades in the Dark. It's a fantastic system, and I am going to wholeheartedly steal an intro from the Glass Cannon Network and their Haunted steal City. It. I'm stealing it because it's so beautiful. And so, uh, you know, all nods to Jared Logan and the crew there at Glass Cannon. But uh, I'm going to do this with my own little flair. So here we go. A thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. Then came the cataclysm, which blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Dustfall is a metropolis of refineries and tenements, surrounded by crackling lightning towers. Outside the city is a wasteland of ravening undead. Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy, intrigue and corruption. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone, and the only things that shine in Dustfall are the blades in the dark. Okay, maybe that was a little too epic. Yes. But no, no, I'll, I'll add some music and sound effects. Like, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be really cool. It's Beautiful. like a, a movie intro. That is a, that's a fun intro, and if we keep playing this for long, I'll keep like mutating it. But I just I really enjoy that intro and how much they they do with it. And if you haven't checked out Glass Cannon, we're not even connected with them. We've never talked to them, but I just love what they do. It's a great show. Uh, so awesome. um, the the Haunted City game there is a fun example. So with that, we are back in our hideout at the moment. The hideout is 
over here in Six Towers, uh, at the, the kind of southernmost edge of Six Towers. Um, and we have, we had chosen um, a tower, I think, uh, like an abandoned one of, guard one tower. One of the actual Six Towers, yeah. One of the Six yeah. Towers, that's mm -hmm. right. I think the camera pan, pans in real quick as we are finding Flint is here. Often he's the one who comes home late or comes in late. And uh, he's the one who's here in the morning um, and kind of uh, sipping on some sort of morning beverage and thinking about something. Something deep reverie has caught him. Uh, I would like this to be like a little little snapshot maybe into your past or to your thoughts or to a little insight on the character. A little snapshot. Well, probably uh, starting with, uh, you know, where to go next. What uh, What is our next... How do we will, want to build the crew? Yeah. What do we want to uh, acquire next? But always his thoughts kind of come back to his family history and and how how to how to resolve that. His uh, his parents were um, arrested. His father was was locked in prison and his mother disappeared. Milos was actually away from at the time and he was able to kind of go into hiding and this tower and is one of the few things that are left uh, to his family that was kind of hidden, uh, kind of a hidden asset he was able to separate. But uh, he's always kind of curious how to, uh, how to resolve that and, and thoughts of his, it's hard to come here without, without thoughts of his parents. Cause you know, this is one of the few things that are still left of them. This run-down, shady, nobody-looks-up-here tower because of all the stories about it being haunted. Reminds right. you of your parents. It's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the stories we get here in Duskfall. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's, that's exactly perfect. And I'm going to say that you, uh, having this moment of reverie in the morning here, you see one of your, your local contacts, sort of, a, a very light contact. He's one of the few people that knows that this tower is approachable. Comes by, you know, maybe every third morning and leaves some, you know, like what they call milk. It's kind of like almond milk, but you know, replace mm. almonds with mushrooms <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> gotcha. So some, some, you know, different foodstuffs and whatnot. That's kind of okay. like a delivery service. You know, you've got an arrangement with him. Um, and I'm not going to, this doesn't cost anything, uh, tangible, but it's one of those, you know, when he shows up, you can go down there, you can, you know, share a few, few lines and a few words. His name is Sivos. So, okay. yeah, C-E-E-V-O-S, Sivos. Ah, hello, Milos. I've got this, this here for you. And he just hands you a little, you know, jug and a little package. And I've also heard a little whisper. Oh? Oh, yes, yes. What's, then what could that be? He, he leans in and kind of whispers in your ear about, there is a clerk that just got out from Ironhook. And by clerk, he means city clerk um, that is trying to get reestablished um, in, you know, the good graces of the city. He also has some interesting connections and is the, the rumor is that he's uh, getting established in other places as well, not just in the good graces of the city, but in other organizations and other peoples. And so he's kind of becoming a, a broker of information. You can seek him out in the docks. Okay. And the name he gives you is Holtz Claremont. Okay. 
he's a he's a, he's got the informations and uh, for a certain job he can give informations for you. Not sure if you uh, are interested, but uh, you know, if you have friends that are in the clink, maybe he knows about them too. That's very possible. Okay, okay, Thank I go now. You. Okay, have a good day. Hey, you too. Take the almond milk inside. He kind of mushroom milk. Yep, mushroom milk and and foodstuffs and dried bits and things. Yeah, keep you going. That's what he leaves you with. And I think minutes after you head back upstairs, we would have Hammer come in. But before Hammer comes in, you are out gambling. We'll say, kind of being a little heavy handed with this, but uh, uh, let's say that the last thing you were doing was bleeding off some of your stress. And I believe your stress is, or your vice is gambling. Um, and you're down in Crow's Foot, uh, rolling dice. Correct. And uh, uh, for that one, I'm going to say that you you ran into some other Scoblenders, and you found like a dice den that was more heavily populated by Scoblenders. People get to talking, and they get to drinking, and they get to dicing and drinking, and talking and drinking and talking, drinking. And you hear <laughs> this rumor about a magical gauntlet that was once made out of the beaks of Deathseeker crows. That is what the spirit wardens use to keep in alignment with the Deathseeker crows. That's, uh, that's some sort of um, enchantment. Um, it's been lost for generations, but there's rumor that somebody was trying to move it through the night market. And you basically, you put enough pieces together to know, you, you know a couple people that you could probably try and ask in the night market, try and find it and you kind of whittle it down to um Gessimo, which is a prosthetics merchant in night market uh just from what everybody's saying and thing that you hear from your scope friends is they would love to get a hold of it because if it does have control over the spirit the what i'm talking about death soccer crows death seeker crows and they could control it that means they could affect change in the city without having crows called on them. Now, you know, Death Seeker crows are what the well, spirit wardens, that's what they are, uh, spirit wardens use as a way to find when somebody dies. And they look somewhat interesting. A little picture of that. Uh, they Ooh, look very crow-like, but have them. a different sort of, you know, growth around the eyes. Within moments of someone dying, they fly from the towers and bells ring and they kind of hover around where someone has died so the spirit wardens can find that person and dispose of the body before they come back as a zombie or a skeleton or a ghost or some other horrible, rottenness undead. Spirit wardens have been without this for, for a while. So if it's true that this does control them, then having this in Skullblander control means the Skullblanders could affect true rebellion. And you have a past of fighting with the Scoblenders in their army in the last war, the, the Unity War, which lasted for like 36-some-odd years. Mm -hmm. So you have an option here of another job that you could try and find and track this down. All right, then. So you stumble in the next morning after a late night of much conversation and carousing and dice rolling. And I'll leave it to you there. Um, He'll probably stumble in and probably without saying anything, even if he, he sees his good friend over here. Mm -hmm. um, he'll just straight to 
I'm guessing we have like a, a small kitchen area mm-hmm. um, in, in the in the hideout here. So he just goes, you know, beelines it to the food mm-hmm. and just whips up kind of the the closest, most uh, most comforting hangover food that mm-hmm. uh, that he can he can imagine. Most comforting? I don't know, but there's definitely always some sort of, you know, algae and mushroom gruel that's like oatmeal mm. or runny eggs, depending mm. on what you're thinking about when you close your eyes and eat it. <laughs> right, absolutely. I forget that most food-based things are mushrooms. Yeah, it's hard when there's <laughs> no more sun. There's no yeah, light kinda, anywhere. It kind of sucks. It kind of yeah. sucks, man. Yeah. The the gardener in me is just like come come on man come on man. <laughs> yeah now that uh, being said you do know there are ways to get other nicer foods uh, there are some uh, places in town that that have grow areas um, the uh, governor does have a whole growing section in the Barrowcleft district where they basically use bioluminescent eels help give light That's to plants right. and get more things yes. um there yes, there's yes. A, a trend for certain white crown and bright stone residents to have in their manner a small garden and damn that is ostentatious as hell but they can have it right. actual, like vegetables and <laughs> yeah. always get a hell of a, a penny on the market but mostly just help them stay healthy <laughs> so there's right. options people ship in stuff from other places you know the capital city's got you know some nicer options as well that come in but yeah no yeah not for tier zero scum and villainy living on the edge of society. Right. <laughs> I take I take offense to being called scum and villainy. I Are you am just skim, or scum or villainy? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. since we already established that the spider is the mastermind, maybe he's the villainy and you're just the scum? Yeah, you're the scum. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of scummy. That makes sense to me, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so who, who's um, chaos and who's mayhem then? If we <laughs> figure out who scum and villainy is, then who's chaos and mayhem? Uh, I, I think you're the chaos, and I'm the mayhem on that one. Yeah, yeah. probably. Okay. okay, cool. This is good. This is good. Forward. We all kind of just <laughs> fall into the, our place here. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, as, as you're fixing your some, yourself something, uh, Milos will be just kind of sitting quietly, uh, eating and kind of observing you from from the table. And when you come over, I'll give you up. And you look a bit... Uh, Hammered. He just slowly looks up from his food. Uh, it wasn't funny the first time. Oh, it was a little bit funny. Just not to you. It's funny. <laughs> Any news? Ever heard of uh, Holtz Claremont? No. Apparently a former uh, city clerk who recently got out of Ironhook. Looking for friends. Might be uh, somebody with some connections that uh, we might be able to uh, use at some point. That's good to know. I vaguely remember something about uh, Magical Gauntlet. I this was before the all the drinks. I just don't remember it before. Um, Magical gauntlet. Um, something to do with the the death crows. Um, 
mm. uh, way to control them or um I remember them saying something about uh to change without the crows bothering them or something um still foggy well be better after I eat this but um seemed seemed interesting uh, uh might be going around the night market well yeah that certainly would be uh convenient if you're uh, inclined to go out killing people he just kind of looks down to his food <laughs> <clears throat> i mean it might might be a useful thing to have that's all I'm saying. Could. Kind of looking around uh, the old dilapidated tower and thinking, uh, yeah. Still, when it comes to well, improvements, uh, I don't know. Is that the, should that be the top of the list? I'm uh, not suggesting one thing or the other. All I'm saying is it might be a more time-sensitive thing than your we-can-get-a-job-whenever-we'd-like kind of situation. Hmm. True. But uh, we have plenty of time, of course. Night market's there whenever we need it, but um, we could go and have a conversation with this interview. You said Holtz. Holtz Claremont, yes. It might be good to have a conversation. Could. Also, uh, thinking, nice as this establishment is, uh, trying to scrounge up a little bit more turf could be uh, beneficial as well. Yes. Yes, okay, cool. I, I didn't want to interrupt you as a free play, because I think it was a fun little play, but yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mark. Good call. Uh, I am providing some options to you, but you never have to take them. And part of the beauty of the system is you can always be like, I want to do X and like, go do that. Like I want to expand my turf. I want to, you know, change something for the gang. I want to, you know, focus on this. I want to find something, whatever else not. So yeah, Yeah. if you want to come up with something that you want to do a hundred percent. Okay. Absolutely. Sweet. Nice. Nice. Um, I mean, getting a bit more reputation might be nice. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's always a good goal, no matter what we do. Getting someone on the payroll that uh, might be able to have like a like a doctor on the payroll is something that uh, could be handy at some point. He's kind of like holding his side a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that last one was a bit rough. Yeah, well, things can uh, go in that direction. So that's that's another something to consider I'll I'll follow your lead friend I'm uh a bit groggy this morning to yes make decisions <laughs> and now we know <laughs> why flint is the spider somebody's exactly. got to make a plan <laughs> exactly yes yeah oh. like and you you think you know he's the hound you think of an old dog that's just like 
kind of tired. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Like Nobody's really, you know, led into the, the hound side of it as being kind of like the old dog of a person. That's one. Yeah. Kind of those old, older seasoned, like yeah. he's probably just doing this maybe a little bit for fun, but <laughs> maybe a little bit for money. <laughs> sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that brings an interesting point. I had brought this up when I was talking about the possible, you know, connection you had in your old skull blender friends is uh mm-hmm. hammer not so patriotic for his old his old homeland i would say at this point he's a little less patriotic because it is post-war mm. but he's probably more homesick mm. okay than than anything he misses being there in that in frozen, icy, and... mostly desolate. Yeah, area. even cool. even though it's a, a shithole for most people, like it's terrible weather, it's terrible conditions. Sure, but it's home. I, I would say most places in this world are shitholes at this point. But... Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so... post-apocalyptic world. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no matter what you said or where you're from, I was like, I could I could define it as being horrible. So it's it's all right. <laughs> yeah. <fair. laughs> Nice. But yeah, he just he kind of misses being there where he is so familiar. Right. Makes sense. Okay, well, here's here's what I'm thinking. Looking at our, our turf map. Mm. Um, yes, I was also just looking at that. We could go for some, some informants. Right. Would be know, nice. Which if this uh holds Claremont can can actually kind of get us a, an informant network mm. that could directly include influence our turf a bit in addition to uh gathering some uh helping us with some uh, information gathering which yeah. is going which is going to appeal to me as uh you know or you know, as as the spider right absolutely so no, that's which... yeah, yeah. Yeah, and not to get too too meta e, but looking kind of through the map, it gets us a little closer to an infirmary, which would help us with with healing. I mean, hundred percent, you know, be meta e because like you are planning this out, <laughs> and we like reverse meta. That's part of the whole game is all flashbacks and whatever else. Right. So like mm-hmm. planning for the success you want is huge. It's just it just feels weird because it's yeah. not the style of game that I'm used to. So. Sure. Um, well, and this this is the fun thing you you can plan all you want. That's fair. That's but true. What too. actually happens is different. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very, very true. Um, That's that seems like a very nice path for for going for informants. I like that. Okay. The other direction, of course, would be uh, just getting some generic turf, which could leads us lead us towards a gambling den, which I know uh, it would help me. Yeah, it would um, help. Well, it would actually that just buys us. Uh, Oh, uh, coin, coin in downtown. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. Yeah, you can do the it would same be, thing with the. Yeah, it would be difficult for an owner to to blow off steam at their own establishment. Yeah. Um, not saying you couldn't, but um, right. it does help get coin to come around, and coin is huge. If you want to move up in tier from currently, you guys are a tier zero, uh, mm-hmm. but stronghold gang. Uh, if you want to move up to a tier one. Which will gives you better access to stuff, more people, more more everything, better stuff, but also higher levels, higher devils. <laughs> you need to have a full twelve rep, and you need to spend eight coin. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a turf in there, 
For each turf you have, you count the opposite direction and you minus one. So if you had one turf, you'd only need 11 rep. Yep. So turf mm. seems the most generic on here, but you have three turf slots. And that's super helpful because it takes less rep. Basically, you got to do less stupid stuff and, you know, put yourself in less danger uh, to be able mm. to have, you know, the rep you need to move up. Then you just need coin. Correct. And gotcha. having a gambling den where you have a bit of a stream of income coming in is nice. Yeah. But we could do the same thing with a drug den, too, if we went yep. the informant's drug den route. That's fair. Um, uh, same, same kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For my own extrapolation, this is something I, I want to add in here just for um, fluff and lore and whatnot. Coin, we, everything in the game revolves around coin. And if you want to do an extra something, you have to spend a coin. Or if you, you know, want to pay off the cost, maybe you have to spend two coin, whatever that is. I don't okay. like that as a concept. So to me, a coin is just a way that we rephrase it. It's like saying, you know, a Benjamin or, you know, um, yeah. a grand or something like that. So yeah, yeah. if you think about the coins that a person would have in their pocket as actual money, one coin, in my mind, equals about 10,000. So okay. you are currently okay. both carrying two coin on your person, which means you have 20,000 of gold pieces in your pockets, which is yeah. All right. dangerous. Yeah. If something happens to you, you could lose that. Just so you know, sure. that's fair. Having coin in your in your vault, so to speak, where it is right now, you can have up to four right now until you guys get a vault. Yeah, we want, we need to we need to get a vault. Yeah, uh, pretty soon too. It definitely that's helps. True. So, just I wanted to put it out there. So, like, if you are spending out like little, little pocket bits, and you just, like, I give this guy a couple of coins, I'm not thinking you're actually giving him real coin. It's like I gave him a couple dollars, it's like pocket change, as opposed to like right. I need to pay off the cops. I gave him two coin. You just gave him twenty thousand dollars, like to. Yeah. Get them to forget something, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Bluff. Just a question. What would it take to get a fault? So you would need to get, if you go down to the bottom of your crew sheet, you would need to go up another, looks like, five uh, XP for the crew, which is very possible in one good score. And then when you level up, instead of taking a special ability, you can uh, instead take a crew upgrade of some form whether that's in the gray box or in the white boxes below. So if you see under layer, there is vault. And if you go for crew advancement, you get one crew advancement uh, under the special abilities. And if you go for crew advancement under the uh, crew upgrades, you can put in two boxes. That's one or two. So with one upgrade, you could get yourself a vault. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But that's, that's something that's a little confusing too. When it has two boxes, it's not like you get two vault upgrades. Is that you'd have to spend on it twice. Now, spend two. Yeah. Just like well, on your equipment when you use slots, like yeah, it takes two slots armor to use and your a large armor. weapon is a two right. slots. I get you. I get actually, you. actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but the vault, the first spend gets you four extra spots, and then the second gets you eight. Correct. Which is left spend two okay. for each one. Two for each one. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So it's like it's like you have a small vault. And now you double it by spending two, and then you double it again by spending two more. Really? That's wow. how I understood it. Okay. But I could have that wrong. Because like same thing, like if you look at mastery, mastery takes a lot to get. Um, you have to buy it, and that's the only way you can have action rating of four in anything. But okay, so the 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 question here and the diff the visual difference on this is mastery has connections between the boxes where the ones above don't have that connecting line. Mm, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I follow. I follow. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I have this wrong. So, now. like, so kind of like what Mark, what I'm assuming Mark said is, you spend one and then you get the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if you and look at like, you spend two, and then you get the second. Right. You look at like boat or carriage, same thing, and it says on boat like if you get the second one, it adds armor to it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Carriage yeah. becomes a little faster. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're right. So yeah. Okay. So if you do improve, uh, you get the XP filled out. You still get two slots. You can spend under career upgrades, and one could go to vault, or both could go to vault. Whatever. Correct. And one can go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Cool. 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 Wonderful. Yeah. Much better. I Thank will, you. Thank you. Edit, I will edit. Good. I will edit this out. Or <laughs> hey, no, that's fine. We're all learning better. the game here together. It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's fair. Cool. So, yeah, so that's how you can get some more stuff that way. Um, you can choose whatever you want to do. You've got a couple of jobs that have been kind of presented to you. Uh, one is to recover or to make uh, make connections with someone who might know some stuff um, inside the prison and around the city. And another is to, um, ooh, excuse me, uh, to um, find this potentially hidden relic and get yourselves or the Scovelanders uh, or somebody else, a willing buyer, uh, a leg up on uh, Spirit Seeker Crows. Faction, li- where's our faction list? Uh, if you look um, at the, if on... at the the Sunder Rosa sheet and go, yeah, press crew mode and goes to faction mode. Oh, you have to, you have to flip. Yep. Oh, okay. It's not a separate. Yeah, yeah. yeah character mode, crew mode, faction mode. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Um. Now you could technically keep this up to date on your own character sheet, but I just like keeping a separate sheet just for the the crew. So just it, for the crew. Yeah. Keeps it clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's all in one place. We don't because the like, crew is the only thing that lives I, on. I'll probably forget to do stuff. True. Yeah. Yeah. Characters uh, can die, but the crew will lives on forever. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so we are kind of friends with the grinders, kind of not mm-hmm. friends with the gondoliers. Yeah. Is that something else to consider? Do we want to? Okay. So, um, for your own uh, yeah. reference on that, the gondoliers um, are the main pers- main persons uh, to run ships through the canals. Canals are freaking everywhere in this place. It's all the mm-hmm. dark lines on the map. Um, mm-hmm. And so they are the main guild to deal with any sort of transit. Now, other people can move up and down, uh, you know, with their own. But the gondoliers kind of hold sway on the canals, even over the blue coats. Yeah. They're they're pretty strong in the area, and on the other side of it, uh, the grinders, they're based in the docks. Yeah, they're uh, a gang of former dockers and Leviathan blood refinery workers. They're kind of a, a smaller bunch of sailors and and worker, you know, um, mm-hmm. service, you know, staff. Um, okay. All right. So the information I have was that. Uh... Claremont was lurking around the docks, so getting with the grinders might be a co- a connection to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to throw out, I'm I'm not crazy about being on the gondoliers' bad side. They they seem pretty influential yeah. around here. You know, I, I part of me kind of thinks doing something to get some of their favor might be may have some advantage as well. I agree. So those are some of the thoughts I'm thinking of. Right now, we, the most information we have is about the informant. Uh, we have the connection with the grinders at the docks. That seems like we have a lot going, a lot going in our favor for that one. 
I think so. So, Path of Least Resistance, you think? Yup. <laughs> All right. Um, especially after recent, our, our last mission. Yeah, he'll probably want to lay a little more low. Less action, you know. Maybe we'll go talk to some people. Okay. See what we can do. Okay, so which, which is that then? So I think we want to head to the docks and okay. uh, try to uh, try to make contact with this uh, Holtz Claremont. Okay. He is not hard to find. Uh, in fact, he's been trying okay. to make himself somewhat known to the right people. And you're able to find Holtz Claremont fairly quickly. Holtz actually it has a small office that is on the opposite side, or basically in Fish Market. He would like to have one that's behind number three here, Saltfords. But uh, Saltfords is one of the more well-known banks in the area. And so the, uh, the area around Saltfords is kind of higher end and sought after. And so not everybody can, can have a space there. Uh, Saltfords is well-known mm-hmm. for being pretty harsh with any gangs that try and break in there, as far too often you have sailors who come in from a long voyage get drunk and have a really great idea of going and robbing the bank you actually see uh there it's one of the places that has some form of hung bodies outside which is really interesting because you know the uh spirit wardens usually dissolve bodies in ectoplasm um Hmm. but salford's uh salford's likes to display uh gangs that have messed up and found out (laughs) but uh so um Salford's right. is, is, a, is a lovely little bank over on this side. Um, so closer towards the North Hook Company, we're actually going to say over here on Worm Eel Way, you find there is a little office on the top floor of some small cannery for some exotic fish egg thing uh, that sometimes comes in. It's not very active, but still has a lovely fishy smell. You find uh, Holtz Claremont is upstairs, and he's got one big brutish guy standing by the door. And he welcomes in people who need uh, any sort of uh, cheap legal counsel. You know, kind of showing himself as a solicitor. Excellent. Oh, I will. Uh, uh, we would approach the uh, the guard. We would like a uh, meeting with your uh, with your master there. The guard, you know, six foot tall and five foot wide, uh, kind of you know looks down at you, muscles flexing, crossed arms. Give him a smile. Just kind of grimaces at you. Let's see how his disposition is. We're going to do, first up, a luck roll. So I just want to see how he feels towards you. And on your character sheet, down below your shrewd friends section, which is Mm -hmm. below your stats, you have a roll fortune. And we're going to make this a one die. And so with the usual you know, strata for for dice rolls here, one to three, bad. Four to five, good, but a complication. Six, good. Um, okay. No complications. So I'm curious to see how this guy's disposition is towards you. Okay. Single die. Single die. Mm. Mm. So this gentleman is tall, and we're going to say that he has blue eyes and blonde hair and is a very muscular looking guy, and he looks down on you, and you realize instantly that there is an issue with this Scovlander muscle looking at you, an Akaros local in fine clothes and he seems to just kind of snarl do you have coin and he puts out a hand and doesn't look like he's taking no for an answer ah 
You're the accountant. <laughs> You're doing business on your master's behalf, I, I see. I'm sure he'll be uh, fascinated to know about that. Ooh. Sounds like you're trying to uh, to do something here. What are you trying to do? What sort of action I are you trying to take? I think bouncing between command or sway. I think probably a little bit more commandish. Okay. So I like that. I like that. Let's go with that. And, uh, uh, I'm going to say it's risky yeah. standard uh, as far as your position and your effect. He, okay. is, he is, you know, a guard, and uh, there is a risk that he'll get angry enough to smack you, but, you know, uh, it's <laughs> probably a standard effect. It's not too too limited, because he does have a certain job, and it's usually letting people in. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Well, no. Okay. So, uh, in this situation here, he, he kind of growls and says, are you threatening me? And starts to raise his hand, and you realize that he's about to slap you pretty good. Mm-hmm. And you're you're likely to take the harm level one of hard slap, <laughs> uh-huh. bruised cheek. We'll say bruised cheek. Oh. But you can choose to resist this. I can. Yeah. Um, and I um, and in this situation, you know, when you do resist, you're rolling your attribute, which we only have three attributes: insight, prowess, and resolve. Right. If you're doing insight. You're kind of like trying to perceive what's happening beforehand, read the situation, that sort of thing. If you're doing prowess, maybe you're moving faster or blocking or grabbing his hand. If you're doing resolve, you almost are just taking it and grimacing at him. Hmm. I think I want to try resolve, kind of okay. going for that, uh, um, you know, doubling down on the bluff type of thing. Okay. So let's see what that does for me. Do you want a devil's bargain? Uh, well, let's hear about it. What what would be a devil's bargain here? Okay. If you succeed, he likes you a lot because you're able to kind of, you know, uh, take a hit that most Akarosi can't. But if okay. you fail, you'll lose one rep for the, for the game because he'll just blab to all of his friends in the dock area about how you're such a weak little Akarosi. You know what? I'll take it. All right. <laughs> so that gives me a bonus die. Yep. That's great. So you have four yeah. dice. Now, how this works for resisting is uh, we're not technically this would only happen on a job, but hey, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> you roll your dice and you take your best one in this situation. And whenever you're resisting something, you're resisting the consequence. You're not going to have the smack to your face. Um, and now because you've taken a devil's bargain, it's going to be a little bit better outcome. You're going to take six stress minus whatever your highest die roll is. So if you roll four ones, you're going to take five stress for the situation, which sucks. You're right. Okay. There we go. Hey, Aye. look at that. Ooh. A two, a three, a five, and a six. Yes. So you did not critical, which would have been really cool because if you resist while you in critical, as you, you roll two sixes in your roll, you would actually remove one stress from your pool. In this situation, mm-hmm. you just didn't take any stress. I'll here. take it. Or won't and, take it. And so he slaps. Or you won't take it. <laughs> and you just kind of. You know, I guess, describe your reaction. I stand firm. My eyes probably water a little bit, but I don't show any reaction, at least. You just look back uh, at him, or do you, like, smile, or... I just look back at him with a raised eyebrow and and say, uh, is that really what your master wants? uh, Was that that really your uh, instructions for this job? 
and he he you know has this very grimacy look and it slowly cracks into a smile and a little chuckle uh, <laughs> see i understand you. yeah come <laughs> and uh and yeah. he like puts yeah. a, like a big meaty you know hand on your shoulder like he's your best bud and walks you in all right yeah give him a smile and a little point and figure ah yep see uh-huh there you go and uh yeah there you go we'll go in yeah you get walked inside and sitting behind a desk you see a kind of mousy looking dark-haired man who who looks generally well dressed uh though somehow even more out of fashion than you hmm. you know but he's trying to look decent he's got you know gold rim little spectacles on the on the bridge of his nose and he looks up and um, he says, Sven, are you trying to intimidate my clients again? Get back to work. Come, <laughs> come. I'm sorry for him. He's, oh, your cheek. Are you okay? Oh, oh, yes. A little, uh, little, little red from, uh, got a little close to one of the heat lamps. It's, it's fine. Name's you... Milos Kassarin. Nice, pleasure to meet you, Mr. Claremont. Oh, I see you already know mind name. Very good to meet you as well. I, I have i have uh you know this, this you know how the street is various uh word gets around ah i've heard about some of your exploits so we have one of those clients okay <laughs> sven close the door <laughs> door closes i assume I... that flint you are inside as well or hammer hammer sorry that uh, yeah, uh yes okay so you haven't said anything so i assume Maybe it's just because it's you playing that you're kind of taking the uh, the usual stand in the back, big guy bodyguard sort of situation. Um, yeah, I'm probably standing on the back wall by the door. Okay, yeah. perfect. Like leaning up, leaning back against the wall. Sounds good. Right. Sounds good. The handy got bodyguard who does nothing when his uh, <laughs> target gets slapped. Yeah. <laughs> Shade. I, 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 I mean. <laughs> Shade. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, we, we got the character description here now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, um, I no, was I'm, giving <laughs> you the opportunity to prove yourself, Mark. Yeah. Oh, oh, there, excuse me. Uh, okay. Yep, yep. A little dusty. It's <laughs> part of the world. Um, yes, I, I will of course uh, introduce him as well. Ah, very good. Um, good to meet you. Uh, say, say, you, you look familiar. What was your name again? And he's looking directly at you, Mark. He's looking at... Ah. At Hammered. Milos Kassarin. All right, Flint, yeah. Milos you, uh... Kassarin. No, I don't know a Kassarin. Ah. I mean, well, maybe it will come to me one day. Anyway, maybe. been out of the world for maybe. a little while, as you have no doubtedly heard. I understand. Now, do I have any knowledge of of uh, this guy beyond what i've already heard no you really don't um i, okay. I can't think of anything that you would have i mean we could theoretically okay. have a role here for that but uh honestly i i know what he's poking at and i don't i don't think you've ever met this guy before gotcha okay fine yes i will uh kind of lean forward and kind of a little hushed voice i'm sorry to hear about uh what you've gone through recently uh i'm Glad to see you here. Uh, kind of motion at the the office. Back in a uh, slightly better accommodations. 
It is an improvement, but it's still beneath me. But thank you for the consideration. It's a start. And uh, who knows? Hopefully we can uh, help each other and get to a get to a better place for uh, for all of us. Ah, yes, yes. Help each other. That's a good call. And what is it yes. that you can help me with, yeah? What is your speciality? Speciality is... Uh... We can do whatever you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do anything. Uh, we're especially good with uh, acquisitions, uh, whether it be objects or information, mm. various... Uh, dealing with uh, other interests, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Interests. Very good. And what is it that you yeah. are seeking? What is it that you want in return for helping me out oh. with the various things that I need? The thing that's uh, most important to any of us. Just information, knowing what's going on. Yeah. Someone having a, a near to the ground uh, here in Duskwall. Yeah, yeah. Hard to get much more to the grounds than some of us. And he, he says that in a slightly condescending fashion, as if he's saying that, yes, you're already kind of on the ground. Um, <laughs> but there's a wisdom behind his eyes. And I'm giving this to you because you're a, um, a whisper. You're used to reading people. It seems like he's testing you. He's trying to see your reactions. Understood. I just kind of, uh, kind of nodding, letting him, letting him make his observations, letting him kind of show what he has a little bit knowing that he's he's keeping his cards close to the the chest as as we are to some extent so hypothetically if we were to enter into some sort of arrangement any specific uh things that we could do to uh help establish our uh, good intentions yeah yeah it is always a very good question I do have one particular thing. If you notice behind me, my walls, they are lacking something very important. And I have very refined tastes, so I understand that my current setting does not show it as much. Hmm. I have a certain desire for artwork. Hmm. If you could procure for me a certain type of artwork, I think I could help you to gain, well, let's say a piece of knowledge. Is that what you're asking for? A certain insight? Or is it more um, than that? And he's trying to get a little more specific on, like, I, I'm Logan's trying to get a little more specific on, what is it we want to gain from this? Is this, you are trying to get something from him as a reward? Or are you trying to make him a contact? Or are you trying, trying to... Trying to make him a contact. Where okay. yeah. but mechanically, I'm, I'm going for that uh, informants box on the, okay. on the lair. We are using this thing. to unlock informants. Got it. Correct. Mm -hmm. so I like it. Trying to... Trying to just trying to create a good uh, a good relationship a working relationship. Well, I do have quality interests in arts, but since you want to make something a little bit more of it, I have a very specific place I would like you to go and get me some very specific art. Okay. This art is um, said to be living in some fashions, yeah. So that is crazy talk, but people say the eyes follow you when you look at them. Sometimes they feel something inside the picture moves. It is of use to me, and it is of great interest. Hmm. Are you amiable to such 
doing and odd forms of acquisition. <laughs> uh, Hammer just kind of looks looks over to Flint. He nods. Daring is our middle name, of course. <laughs> Personally, I prefer uh, I prefer to do the looking myself rather than uh, my artwork looking for me. But since this is for you, my friend, I think we can do some business. Point us in a direction. Where, where specifically is this uh, item that you would like? Well, this is going to be a little sure. more difficult since you are wanting to be my friend, as it were. I had uh, a compatriot in <sighs> my same office when I was working in Brightstone that um, mm. has done me bad and. I wouldn't mind putting it to them and getting this piece of artwork back. So if you can do both, mm. there's a bonus for you. I see. Well, I think that's perfectly reasonable. Let's see what we can do. Fantastic. They're over on a radiance, uh, in the Radiance area near uh, the Garnet Road. If you can find them in Brightstone, um, you're looking for... Uh, my counterpart, Hakim Smith. He is an Aruvian who is working on becoming more and more localized. And, um, yeah. I would like my art for the first point, but if you can do a little extra to embarrass him, all the better. People can hide lost art by saying it. Uh, they took it down because they were bored with it. Of course. Of course, I understand what you're saying. Can you describe the specific uh, piece of art that you're looking for? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would like you to get one of three pieces, at least. Uh, there are, um, uh, they call them the Maiden, the Mother, and the Kron. And each one is of a different lady. And the lady, uh, depending on what angle you look at, seems to be sitting in a different position. And uh, they, they work together as a trio. So taking one of them, which would be difficult to hide, you would have to take down the other ones. And uh, taking all three would be very difficult for two men to do, I would think. But uh, um, they are done in a unique fashion. Uh, depending on the light shown, um, only one color shows up in the background. The rest is black and white. And matching their dispositions, Mother Maiden Crone, you see a spring, summer, und fall sort of scene in the background. I see. That makes sense. All right. Well, I think we can do some business here. Very good. I can count on you to bring this to me here soon? As soon as possible. Absolutely. If you do this, then I'm sure we can find mutually beneficial relationship over time, yeah. I will look forward to that. And he extends a hand as he stands and up. I will take it and shake it. Perfect. And with there, we have the actual um, possible, you know, heist <laughs> that you'll all have to come back for next time as we pause. And then we're going to yeah. come back in with our approach and the heist and the awesome epicness. Uh, I was going to say, as Hammer leaves, he'll kind of turn to um, this man. I forgot his name. Sven. Uh, no, Holtz. Holtz. Okay. Holtz. And I'll go, um, uh, te teach him some manners, would you? 
and he walks out <laughs> as he kind of say, gestures to <laughs> nice and walks out and you walk out and Sven kind of, you know, glowers at you as you guys walk out because that's pretty much all he does. Yeah, I'll give him a wink. <laughs> nice. OK, Perfect. and just keep walking. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. We're going to fade out for now. Uh, catch us next time. And if you've uh, been keeping up with it, hopefully that's like right now. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to. Wait yeah. Now. Right. Right now. Now. <laughs> uh, all right, gents. Thank you for, for joining me for this episode. Uh, Logan, thank you for running us through another Blades in the Dark adventure. I love it. It's wonderful. And uh, yeah, we'll pick it up on the next one. Bye. Bye.